0: So, I think it's very important uh, to talk about and to inquire about uh, intelligent emotional management uh, and specifically uh, the myth uh, of what is known as detachment that is quite all over the place particularly among uh, uh, new-age sort of mindsets and unfortunately uh, quite a lot also in uh, uh, a part of modern uh, psychotherapy uh, I repeat, unfortunately So, if by mature thinking, uh, which doesn't refer to the age of course, but to the quality of our thinking we refer to exercising intelligence, ergo psychological stability of course and uh, coherence in thought processes and decision-making too of course and so on then we can pretty much all agree how Emotional thinking is uh, in itself uh, not really a, a, a proper form of thinking, uh, and it rather is a, 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 an obstacle actually against uh, mature thinking uh, in most, if not all, cases. So, to approach the question, for instance, what is or what will be the best approach uh, to mature uh, maturity thinking, uh, I will suggest. Uh, A good approach is to completely avoid motivational tips in the first place, uh, such as something we heard and we hear a lot, uh, control your emotions, and all of that motivational stuff uh, along those lines, because it is not just rhetorical and therefore pretty futile, but uh, also because it is impossible since emotions cannot be controlled Uh, we cannot really uh, uh, pretend to fight uh, uh, thousands of years of uh, natural selection and biological evolution we do have emotions, we are emotional beings pretending we can control uh, our emotions like a computer machine will do uh, simply uh, does not work and it is a lost cause The whole uh, self-help so-called industry is merely something that serves on the surface of uh, uh, deep thinking skills, therefore it is uh, intrinsically shallow, and therefore it is fundamentally useless. We can repress emotions the best we can, of course, if we wish, which is also futile, but that won't lead to, or nor summon any intelligent understanding within just uh, an accumulation of uh, more and more and further frustrations that will likely lead to some kind of burnout eventually or even a mental collapse the best approach I would suggest is to actually educate our emotions which refers to understanding uh, how we interface our cognitive information processing uh, with our own emotions, or what I will call uh, our emotional ecology. Also, what the premises are behind uh, those emotions, if, whether they are valid or not, and whether uh, those premises are instead uh, shallow or simply not existing, etc. And also understanding what the quality of the state of our information processing is all about regarding particularly the way we interface emotions. We will, we should develop, I will say, the proneness, the propensity to see emotion as mere information, indeed. So I repeat this. We have to develop the propensity to see, to comprehend emotions as mere information, cognitive information, which is what it is. And to recognize how having a feeling, for instance, having a feeling about something, actually means not having enough data, cognitive data, at least not yet, about the contents, the the objects, the subjects of those feelings. So together... So, to gather further data, instead of just erroneously trusting feelings or what some people will say, trusting intuition. Easier said than done, of course, and no piece of cake, but uh, there is no b- better and no other approach than that, really. It is a long way to go, and a hard one too, but not impossible. That obviously requires training in terms of educational training and personal development, and not just some motivational statements or clever quotes of or miraculous self-help sort of books whatsoever. Being serious about all of that is a good process and a healthy one too, despite it is usually not uh, quite pleasurable, is not dopamine-based, and can often involve many frustrations. Actually, we can easily say always instead of often. Nevertheless, that is the way to go. In case we are interested in understanding our own flaws and issues, taking things seriously is important. But that should be done, of course, without thinking into a kind of maniacal seriousness which can also become a, a very uh, sterile and uh, a kind of stagnant mindset. In other words, taking things seriously should also involve not taking things too seriously, of course. And regarding the matter of so-called detachment uh, and whatever that means, whether it be emotional or uh intellectual or whatever such as detachment from emotions uh, uh, a a nonsensical mantra that many people suggest there is actually no detachment I think we really have to comprehend that if I don't care about my neighbor or a person that lives in my town I never met and I don't know how can I possibly be attached but that is not really what I will and what we can and what we should classify as detachment uh, is just a disinterest uh, or not knowing so there is no such thing as detachment detachment does not exist when we feel we are detached from something uh, it's merely because uh, we are not interested in that something and that's it so pursuing identity, personality-based ideas and or desires of being detached from whatever is merely a trick of the mind because it's still attachment. Clinging to the idea of detachment is still attachment. It's attachment to detachment. I'm not playing with words or saying something philosophical. It is a cognitive reality and, I repeat, a trick of the mind. Indeed, it is a mind trick. This means that The wiser approach, instead, is to reason rationally and very attentively into the investigation we have to perform in regard of our own attachments, whatever they are, whether material, emotional, intellectual, mnemonic, idealistic, ideological, religious, based on magical or wishful thinking, romantic, identitarian, and so on. The list goes on forever. And yes, if we do not do that then we very easily, very easily, very, very easily end up torturing ourselves over and over running to standstill or captured in a limbo of confusion and uh, self-repetitive masochism sort of. We naturally prefer the pleasure-seeking process which is dopamine-based so taking care of, instead of taking care of serotonin levels and, indeed, taking care of serotonin levels which means being managerial, being attentive, being rational, being reasonable having an inquiring brain is not quite what appeals to us because that comes with work and effort to develop understanding thinking skills despite uh, we are naturally wired, of course, to cling to dopamine-seeking Uh, or uh, translated to cling to what gives us pleasure and a kind of illusion of psychological security, we are not cats or dogs. The life we came up with, which has many good elements, of course, and many side effects, requires managerial thinking, more than pleasure-based thinking. Who can dispute that? Of course, pleasure-based thinking is also necessary, but I repeat, the priority should be given to managerial thinking skills, which means intelligence. Regarding the current uh, uh, Covid-19 situation, for example, the problem is also represented by the fact that socially speaking, uh, uh, well, including media, entertainment, superficiality and so on, we have been feeding pleasure-seeking for too long and also superficial thinking which is absolutely nasty and now this is the time to pay the bill uh, metaphorically speaking uh, uh, with this crisis that is unprecedented so to conclude uh, uh, what we can see online for example is an ongoing attitude uh, to cling to uh, promoting being distracted you know just play some silly games at home, uh, watch Netflix, all of this stuff. I think that is a terrible mistake. It really is. We were dull and distracted enough, uh, generically speaking of course, uh, prior to this situation, so why increasing non-thinking? I think we should rather invest this time uh, to inquire into the quality of our attentiveness, which uh, generically speaking is pretty miserable, so to implement it for the better. If we don't value that, then what's the purpose to talk about fake news, for example? This is a good time to invest into this reasoning, so to emerge from this crisis with a a better or way better thinking, which is probably the kind of thinking we never had before. So let's think about these things.